Hi and hello and welcome to the rbr.media podcast. My name is Steve Curley and as always I'm joined by the creator of the rbr.media Instagram page, Jordan Murray. Hello. Hello. Each episode, in true RBR fashion, we're bringing you new and classic album reviews. It's our mission to cut through the noise to discuss the sound. On the rbr.radar this episode, we've got Bloodline Maintenance by Ben Harper, which is his fifth studio album. The American singer-songwriter's mix of blues, folk, soul, reggae and rock is perfectly illustrated, not just by his guitar playing skills, but also his signature vocals. He's also renowned for his live performances and his activism. Over to you, Jordan. Over to me. Okay, so as you've kind of mentioned, hinted upon, uh, throughout the 1990s in the first decade of this century, Ben Harper achieved global stardom, although here in the UK, uh, I'm led to believe, well, I'm not led to believe this is actually true. Uh, this is a ter- territory which he never, never really achieved lift off. I mean, w- me and you are aware of him. There are people aware of him, but he's never been a huge draw o- over here in Britain. By contrast, in the USA, Australia, and much of Europe, he's regarded as a heavyweight and at the time of this recording he's won three grammys at least three grammys yeah yeah i think so So his career has combined the earnestness of 60s and 70s singer songwriter political activism has been in and out of his albums throughout his career there's sometimes a blander middle of the road vibe i don't mean that in a bad way it's a little like his pal Jack Johnson that sort of vibe yeah yeah Um, I think this album showcases the raw end of his appeal bloodline maintenance Um, this we were talking about this on preamble this is a short album with short songs which I do think is a bit bizarre as it's his first proper album in six years. His last one was an all instrumental and the one before that a collaboration with the blues icon Charlie Muscle White. Um, Okay so yeah so this album although short it's mostly self-plays it feels tight Harper is known for dipping into multiple styles, but here he sticks to a template that successfully fuses 70s soul on the back of jazzy blues. Yeah, Bloodline Maintenance. The title, Bloodline Maintenance, is a concept of... um, How can I put this? The concept of intergenerational trauma goes like <laughs> goes like this a person's ancestor experiences something so traumatic that it triggers a response in the brain and body resulting in the passing down of traits that results 
in the predisposition for anxiety disorders and depression to show up further down the family lineage. Bloodline maintenance explores this concept in tandem with the impact that systematic racism has on people to this day. So it is quite a heavy and direct album. Well, it is. There's, <laughs> there's no two ways about it. Uh, the album opens with Below Sea Level, which is an eerie number that explores the oncoming climate apocalypse and the overwhelming sense of despair that comes with it. Uh, Harper has harmonised vocals with no backing instrumentation whatsoever, which kind of reminded me of um, a modern-styled street... a uh, street... a modern-styled field hollerers, you know, like working on yeah. a chain gang and when they're singing, okay, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of... Um, so that I thought that was quite a deep opening track uh, when I was listening to that. Uh, the song itself is highlighting the shared sense of dread and the echoing cries of people who are all scared for the future, yet remain unheard by those powers. And it goes on in that in that sort of vein. He does delve into its parts of um, his friends and bandmates in the aftermath of um, of his death. Uh, John, is that how you say his name? John Nelson. John Nelson, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he he does touch upon that. Um, but the bulk of Bloodline Maintenance is about uh, the horrors of slavery and how it's still quite prevalent in today's society. We Need to Talk About It is a prime example of this because he sings about we need to talk about slavery, we need to talk about the buyers, which I presume means the buyers of the slaves, and we need to talk about the sellers, and he's is singing this. And the way I've taken it, because we need to talk about it, we need to talk about the sellers. Obviously, there's men selling slaves in America. It happened in Europe as well. He mainly is singing about America because that's where he comes from and that's his, his knowledge of that country. So when he's saying we need to talk about the sellers, is touching upon African tribes that were getting hold of the weaker tribes and selling them to the white man. And then they were taking them over to America, to Europe, to sell them on and how that's... Yeah, I think... But it is a... Her yeah, go on. No, I was going to say, I think, I think there's a depth to his lyrics that we we can't say if he definite is is one thing nor the other, but there's definitely a suggestion to a deep understanding to deep rooted problems and, and I think that possibly comes from his background, from his I believe his his father or his grandfather was a very um active person within kind of, you know, delivering the right message and obviously we're going back many years ago where 
things weren't viewed in the same way. So possibly he's trying to tell a slightly different story. Um, would you but agree? How do you mean a different story? Oh, oh of everybody is sort of well, sides, a different, a different, yeah. different sides to <clears throat> yeah. coming at it at all, at all angles, which has got so much to say on this album. It still amazes me that it's 32 minutes. It's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't feel 32 minutes. It doesn't feel 32 minutes And it doesn't feel like a lecture either. It doesn't feel like it's, it is. I think that song, we need to talk about it, is a great piece of work for the whole album to say, we're here to discuss things. We've done things wrong. Yeah, we need to uh, make amends. Let's all get together. You're spot on, <laughs> and um, and just and, and open up this conversation. Yeah, and it's within. Uh, he delves into blues, doo wop, and hip hop to try and get everybody involved. So there's pieces of these songs that everyone can get into. Um, Thirty two minutes, as I've pointed out. It's sharp, it's direct, it reminds me of Bill Withers, his sort of style approach to albums, but he didn't really talk about race that much, but his love songs and things were very direct um, and punchy. He's got the voice, vocal phrasing on some songs of Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, and you pointed out Otis Redding. Um, yeah, so he's very, he's broad in his in this album with his musical um, styles, which I think's very imaginative considering how short the album is. Or very brave, I suppose. Well, one thing I did discover on researching a bit more about Ben Harper, and before I actually go into that, I I came across Ben Harper because I was part of um, what Jordan said that slightly um, blander version of the Ben Harper. I don't you weren't being insulting; you were just sort of referring to that kind of that Jack Johnson. Yeah, it might have been a poor yeah, choice yeah. of words. Well, but, no, I get what uh, you're saying because I remember at the time it it was never really sort of a hundred percent your sort of. Thing, but for me, I went through a stage probably 21, 22, 23. Um, yeah, but, you know, you've got Xavier Rude, G Love, Matt Costa, um, Jack Johnson, you mentioned Zach Gill, they were all kind of of this genre. Do you remember going to see Donovan, Frank, and Rita as well? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, that you know, that I obviously thoroughly enjoyed that bit of the music scene and singer songwriters, and that's where I kind of sort of really took to, to Ben Harper and again it's different to what we're listening to now which again is part of the journey um, which is which is great which is what, what we all want of course um, however this album kind of turned Ben Harper back onto me and I think what was really interesting is when I was researching I didn't know this but his family had a music store and it was like frequently visited by like Leonard Cohen and Jackson wow. Brown, okay. um, Sonny, Sonny Terry, yeah. So, like, he, he obviously was around talent from a very young age. And, you know, we don't see him as big weight here musically. But, you know, I think 
he sold over 15 million records worldwide you mentioned his grammys like that that that's that that is that's not a lightweight but i think we don't really here in the uk have, have had him in front of us therefore we've probably not had his kind of political writing and his kind of like kind of uh, driven opinion so when we've sort of taken this album in its isolation and even away from what I liked about Ben Harper a bit more of that kind of slightly more chilled kind of Californian beach back backdrop if you yep. get me um, this was really refreshing to sort of have Almost like a new artist for me, actually. Even though I think on the album there's a couple, there's a couple of tracks that are very old Ben Harper for me, but the the, the blues and, and and that kind of more soulful sound that's coming through, um, he's always had it clearly, and and yeah, I remember it about them, but it was a bit more kind of yeah flip flop rock, um, singer songwriter stuff. So I've enjoyed the double journey of understanding a bit more about his kind of driven viewpoints, which I I thoroughly enjoyed, but then also. This yeah, this sound that's probably more in line with your natural go to. Would you agree, George? Uh, over say my natural go to, which is a bit more kind of that singer songwriter of of that era. So yeah, I remember you having an album um, of his Ben Harper and the Blind Boys of Alabama uh, knocking about your house, and I remember listening to it and yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. And then for some reason, after listen to it a few times or what have you. Uh, yeah, I never delved into it any deeper, never tried to find music of his and pretty much I forgot about him until recently. And then I'm like, oh yeah, Ben Harper, I remember listening to him at yours uh, many moons ago. And yeah, yeah, Looking back at his back catalogue, I think a few critics have been quite harsh on his albums. Uh, I think the fans prefer his albums to the critics, and that's what you want, isn't it? Who cares uh, what the critics say? Who who cares what we say? Um, yeah, we're just you know open to discussion. Yeah, yeah, and we can be right, we can be wrong. Yeah, 100%. But I really enjoyed this album. Well, I say really enjoyed it. I mean, there was a few songs that I thought weren't great, but we'll get to that later. There is um, this sort of jazz in there. There's African percussion. It's a colourful variety of sounds. Like I say, it's been six years, and this is his first proper album, and it's so short. But maybe a lot of thought has been put into this to make it so direct. And as we were talking um, in series one in the podcasts, um, I've forgotten his name. Uh, What's his name? Fantastic Negrito. uh, White Jesus, Black Problems. That music was um, talking about slaves as well in a roundabout way. Well, not really in a roundabout way, but it was really nice melodies discussing hard-hitting topics. So I think some of the topics got missed and you could just run away with the nice melodies and not pay attention to the lyrics. With this, 
is very direct and there's no way out of listening to this music without losing the lyrics. The lyrics, I think, are a huge part of this album and he wants us to have a conversation, which is why we're doing this part, yeah, I suppose. I think, I think the fact is... Uh... You don't know what happens in, in people's lives and artists are no different to us other, you know, standard humans. And we, we, you know, we do take time out of friendships or careers or a hobby. And I suppose, I mean, his first album was 1994. You know, it's currently 2022. That's a hell of a long career. And maybe having a gap and then releasing something that he feels is where he's at now you know how critical i am of short albums because i like my value for my value for pounds when it comes to tracks i mean it is a short album he has part 11 tracks on which surprised me actually when i when i first listened and i kind of got lost in it and i was like 32 minutes long I was like, oh, there must only be like eight tracks but 11 tracks and i suppose you've got your interlude track you an interlude track at the start with um below sea level because that's less than two minutes long um there are actually a couple of tracks that are like i think um more than love is two and a half minutes i think um there's one other one. Uh, oh, um knew the day um knew the day was coming it's like two minutes long as well so i think for him maybe it's just he's got his message out there and he's saying what he's saying and it doesn't matter if it's 30 minutes or 60 minutes he's he's getting his sound and his words out which mm. Maybe he just doesn't want to make... He doesn't want to lecture people. Newsly, the all-in-one super app for iOS and Android. How does Newsly work, I hear you ask? Well, it picks up the most, the most trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and at any given moment reads them out in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable and all in one place. Browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow topics such as sport, tech, business, science, or even music. Newsly will find the latest articles and they'll be read out loud to you. They have a podcast as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, the rbr.music podcast, is there too. I've started using it as my default podcast app, and they even have digital radio. So download and start using Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or in the description. And if you use the promo code, that's R-B-R-M-U-S, you'll receive one month free premium subscription. Go and give it a go. sure if I'd keep on listening to this album I'd probably delve into his back catalogue a bit more um, but it's a good piece of work it's a bro- it's a brooding piece of work you know it is yeah it, it, I, yeah I I liked it the first time put it on and I probably like it a bit more like you know five six seven listens into it um, as with any album that we you know, we dabble with that. You know, sometimes it's a case of, well, I will listen again at some point, but I probably won't 
focus listen. I'll just it'll be on. It's on. It's now in my Spotify playlists. We'll put in our top whatevers, you know. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I I think it's a good body of work. I I enjoyed it. There's there's not a, there's not a lot to dislike about it. Um, and again, I suppose you know, if you're writing uh listening to quite heavy lyrics which in some case you know in a bit of afterthought they are quite heavy and you sort of you know reflect and think about a few bits and bobs you don't need an hour of that do you really you know we, we we've all talked about you know the bob dylans of it of the eras yeah yeah but also on a playlist where's uh, this going to go on a playlist like it's, mm. it's it'll be quite jarring when somebody's singing about um the problem of humanity. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it, it, it's not a yeah. laughing matter. But, you know, yeah, it's like, well, because yeah. it's very direct. I mean, his singing's on point, the music's on point. I just find it hard to know where that would sit. You look at playlists? Did you look at playlists where this might have popped up? Yeah, yeah, no, I did. Um, I think it, um, what I would say just to your point first was, Actually, he. For you, you're you're a bit of a lyricist. You 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 enjoy lyrics. I can listen to the deepest of albums without, cho- well, by choosing to not deeply kind of focus in lyrics. I I I've always said this to you. I hear music sometimes over lyrics. So, for me, yeah, it didn't. It. I don't think I'd get lost, in the lyrics. First, I can get lost in the music first. Um, but on your playlist uh, comment, yeah, I do is look at what playlist. It didn't appear in any. Um, it sort of just referred to... It doesn't appear in any. There yeah. Uh, well, not that I could see. Normally, you know, Spotify tells me these things, so it didn't. Um, so, yeah. I mean, obviously, he, he appears in a lot of playlists, but this album, no. So I think it is a bit of a standalone uh, body of work. Uh, and you are spot on. Um, the guitar... The vocals, the music is 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 brilliant. It is really brilliant, and you can hear what is what is him. You can hear the history in his voice. I actually think his voice has got, uh, or he's exposing his soul side of his voice a bit more. Because, like I said, the Ben Harper that I was sort of drawn to initially was more kind of the laid back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I I've enjoyed it, and uh, again, it's another it's another one that kind of has. You know, it grew a bit with me, um, but I think you are right. It's probably not what it's, it's probably not going to go on while I'm in the kitchen with a handful of people, or you know, sort of getting tea ready in a bit of a good mood. It's it is a bit of a, th- a thinker. I do agree with you there. Mm, I think it's you could pass it on to a friend, say, like, listen to this and strike up a conversation. I think that's what this album's intended to be. Yeah, possibly. Um, as to talk a talking point about society as a whole not just in America as I pointed out but uh, Europe and further afield but yeah, I think if you pass this album on to somebody or told them to listen to it via a streaming service yeah I think that's how this album would work yeah. I don't think you would listen to it as a group no well you might do but like you know to relax to and have a laugh with it's yeah. the album. this isn't the album yeah. for you and I, and again that's yeah. that's uh, everything everything has its place and you know we as the 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 user chooses to to find its place and 
I think that's um, yeah. I think you and me have always agreed. There's lots of albums that we probably will never listen to together, but we'll both enjoy in reflection on our own. And and I'd I'd probably say this sits in, in that camp really. Um, I think as you said in your review, I, I I do think he delivers on that kind of blues and you know his sort of his his his, his musical kind of talents, but also. It is quite heartfelt in its in its its sound as well, not just the vocal. I think it's quite a quite a beautiful in places actually. Some of the music, it's it's some really really nice um, sort of melodies he's putting out there that are really quite you know like, yeah. like sort of took took on the old heart. You know what I mean? Really really nice. I, I think there's he's he's not lost that at all. That natural inner soul he hasn't lost at all. Well, I think to sum it up, I'd say. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful work. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a beautiful work examining the turmoil and dysfunction of American society. Mm. Uh, while it seems that an overwhelming sense of hopelessness might seem insurmountable, there's always hope if we can still talk about the issues at hand. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's what he's trying to get. I mean, I can't speak for him. Obviously, but that's that's how what I take from that album. Yeah, and that, and that's what this discussion is always about. It's what what we take. We you know we don't. I'm sure all our listeners are aware. We we don't get these artists on on the podcast. We don't get to hear firsthand. Where and I think that's there's a beauty in that trying to understand that yeah you know, we're we're just layman's ears and George, you write amazing reviews and you're you're really good at understanding musical content. I'm just here to make sure you're not just talking to yourself, but. Fundamentally, <laughs> fundamentally, we 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 we're only talking about our our view on it, and and I think one thing we try and leave with every podcast is take the album yourself, have a listen. You may disagree, you may agree. That's that's absolutely fine. We music's within the tell art. us what you think. Yeah, yeah. Let us yeah. Let us know if you if you think we've misunderstood it, misread it. That's fine. We know we're not we're not we're not. We very rarely say something is terrible, or you know non-stop superbolibs you know we, we, we're quite quite keen to recognize that we like something or we don't particularly like something but again we're not we're not we're not musical journalists we're a couple of guys talking music Musi and just yeah. music fans yeah, yeah exactly that, that's what we uh when, when you when you created rbr.music that's what you wanted wasn't it george you wanted it to be a place that we could talk and, 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 and engage yeah. and I think so, al- albums yeah. like this are so important to allow people to do that and we can have all the great pop rock albums out there that get us all dancing but actually this is just really really good album and I think you've summed up really well um, and I suppose at that point at this point we should refer to your star rating where are we at George with your star rating okay I was going to give it 3.5 stars out of 5 um, in my written review I've given it 4 out of 5 no yeah I think I'll stick with 4 out of 5 because I like it's a great piece of work and it doesn't really fit <laughs> as you say it's not in, on any playlists but it it's I don't know where it would fit in my listening sort of if I wasn't doing this podcast would I keep on listening to it I like how it 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 
brings up questions, but these questions I'm already aware of. So for other people that aren't aware of the questions that need to be asked, will mm. they listen to the album? I don't know. That was the same argument we had with Fantastic Negrito when we were discussing that. Yeah. It might already. It might just. This album might just be preaching to the converted when it needs to preach to the to the people that need to hear it, and they're they're not gonna be listening to it. They're not gonna pick up the album. That's that's the problem. But hopefully, music and I believe this can build a bridge. Can make people aware of problems and address them. Uh, yes, yeah, so four out of five. Yeah, four out of five is a great number. I think your comments there, you know, given your enjoyment and love for people like Bob Dylan and, and a political message that can be put out there, as long as they're given the right platform and the right people talk about them. And if only three people listen to us talking about this album, well, maybe we've assisted Ben in his message. Maybe not. Who knows? But we're trying. <laughs> yeah. So four out of five yeah. from the RB Art Music Star Rating. Cheers, Joel. Thank you very much. So it's also at that point in the podcast where we hit our feature, the good, the bad, and the rad. And as it says in the tin, we have one good track, one bad track, and a particularly rad track. Um, start with you, Jordan. Good track? Okay, so the good track, well, I can't say the good track without saying the bad track, as the bad track leads to the good track. Mm -hmm. So the bad track, as I take control of uh, your question. Control away. Yeah, the bad track for me is uh, Need to Know Basis. I think it's very short. Is it a minute long? Uh, maybe it's, a little over no, it's, yeah it's not it's not a long track yeah um, so I kept on listening to this song every time I went to listen to the album for the podcast for the review I would listen to this song first just to make sure I still disliked it uh, I was like yep still can't stand it so Needs no basis, it sounds like a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi Max advert music. It's even got the 1980s just random guitar riff that's thrown in there. The lyrics, although we've pointed out how great the lyrics are, I think this falls short of being anywhere good. It's, yeah, the 1980s guitar riff, I can just picture someone drinking out of a Pepsi can or a Coca-Cola can um, with sort of fireworks shooting out of the fretboard out the top of it like woo with his 80s hair metal hair um, it was just awful it's yeah <laughs> I just was like why have you put this in? it doesn't fit in the album I'm like why why would you do no. this to me I think I think when we when we talked about this, that that was the most glaring thing. I mean, I, I don't quite carry the dislike that you have. I do agree with everything that you say, um, but it it the biggest thing to me is it just doesn't, it's, doesn't it's fit. Me, it's just it, it's so it's so yeah, rogue. It just sounds like a jingle. Of it could be on a radio. Yeah. Of, um, and even the lyrics kind of 
you remember the Coca-Cola advert when everybody held hands around the world and they all drank Coca-Cola? It just sounds a bit like that. Um, well, no, it sounds nothing like that, but it sounds like an advert. Yeah, it could be like yeah. Um, yeah, and the, and the guitar riff is very kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like, like it, I like Guns when N' you, Roses, but you could just imagine someone like like yeah. a really bad <laughs> Slash um, sort of well, stood I, on a mountain playing, playing the guitar or something. No, well, do you know, just before you said that, and, we, and believe us, we've not, we've not actually pre-discussed this. We, we haven't at all. Um, I was thinking, oh yeah, a cutaway from a Coca-Cola bottle, ice cold, dripping, and a Slash version playing a, a pretty average electric guitar in the background. Yeah, I think uh, I'm glad our symmetry yeah. matched up. Okay, so you've you've highlighted the bad. That's absolutely yeah. fine. So how does that lead I've us to the good? The bad and underlined it and circled it. Uh, yeah, so that leads us to the good. So in a bizarre sort of way, the good is the song More Than Love. And I say in a bizarre sort of way as... This song is what Needs No Basis could have been. It's still upbeat. Yeah. It's still kind of 80s to a degree. It's catchy. It's a. It's just a good, strong track. And it's... Where yeah. Needs No Basis could have been left off. Yeah, uh, more than love. It's That just ticks all the boxes for... A, a strong track on this album. Yeah, it's a good track. It is one that I I think I think it's it's probably the song I liked first. If that makes sense, you know, when you yeah, you get go for an album you. like yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that. That's the sometimes you drift yeah. off and then it brings Absolutely. you back in. And you're like, oh yeah, that's quite good. Uh, okay, well, as you've renamed the feature, the bad, the good, and the rad. I mean, I don't know what to do with that for next week, but uh, <laughs> you make very valid points. Absolutely. Um, so, well, over to the rad track. Um, we did discuss the Rad Trap because the album is quite minimal levels in its kind of, it's, you know, you're not stretching and dancing to everything. However, because of the theme of the album, I don't think really needs to reflect a kind of a, a dance album as such. However, um, this penultimate track, um, New Today Was Coming, I think is a brilliant Rad Trap. It's probably the one track that isn't, on its own on the album, but it's definitely a tempo a tempo above. Would you agree? It's it's sort of a slightly elevated. It's got that tapping sort of feel. It's it's got some good guitar yeah. in it, and it's got some brilliant old fashioned Ben Harper vocals as yeah, well. Would you agree? Um, considering I forgot about Ben Harper, and when I listened back to his back catalogue, this I mean obviously it's a Ben Harper album. This, but it's got Ben Harper written all over it. This that song. Uh, it's an enjoyable piece of work. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I'm glad we both agree on that, and uh, we don't have to complement it with uh, another bad, good, or, or other track even. So, uh, our rad track knew the day was coming. Well, nice one, everyone, for listening once again, and please do take some time to have a listen to this album and let us know your thoughts. Um, please let your friends and family know about the RB.Music podcast and Instagram page. 
where on the page you will find many other reviews, content, and just interesting pieces that Jordan likes to put out hourly, daily, and weekly. We've recently had some amazing comments and we thank you for these. And please keep commenting as it makes us want to keep doing what we do. Please like, subscribe, and always feel free to comment on the reviews at the rbr.music Instagram page or where you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. Ben Harper, Flip Flop Music, 